Yes. It's sort of like what happened when I first started speaking outside of recovery. I didn't think people should have any trouble. <laughs> they were very, they had a well, you know, doing well in life. They had everything. And then I realized I saw spiritual seeking as an addiction itself. And then I saw they were actually sicker in a way uh, than an alcoholic because the alcoholic and the addict tend to get out there and uh, call attention on themselves where spiritual seekers can keep seeking and seeking and seeking for a long 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 time there's not going to be an intervention or anyone to sort of put a stop to it yes and the people that are engaged in it you know there becomes a yeah so when i saw that then uh that opened up a whole new thing because I saw that I saw whatever comes before, which is us in some act like mind, big mind, and it becomes it's before everything else. That before really makes what comes after. So spiritual seeking can be incredibly beautiful. Spiritual seeking can be an incredible delusionary event. Yeah, it's not the spiritual seeking itself. It's us before it, yeah? So if, if us before it is identified as, let's say, Paul, and then Paul is looking to get out of Paul, and he looked to get out of Paul by drinking, he looked to get out of Paul by drugs, he looked to get out of Paul by reading science fiction, and then he looks to get out of Paul through spiritual seeking. Basically, it's the same drive. It's just different vehicles, yeah? And so, but each vehicle is pronounced to have like, there's a nobility in spiritual seeking where there isn't in alcoholism, you know? <laughs> Unless you're a writer or something, then maybe you'll find nobility in being a, you know, pissing on yourself drunk. There is a little bit of romanticism and drug addiction, but spirituality is given a nobility. Uh, and so, it's seen as a different vehicle, but the same addictive uh, activity can express through spiritual seeking, just as it does through drug, drug addiction, and sex addiction and money and everything like that. And I didn't know that when I was young. I did believe that spirituality had a certain uh, sacred immunity and that it was going to be different than the other sorts, you know, the searches I had, like searching for drugs, searching for this, searching for that. But over time, after years in a way of constantly blaming myself for the failures of spiritual seeking, it came to a point that I heard a message, and that message explained exactly what was going on. And the message was, self can't get out of self. And the way I'm using the word self isn't the all and everything. I'm using it as the, the act of being identified as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, yes? So the activities of life are being claimed by a mental state and then attributed, and the attribution appears as a body. So when, I, when they're seeing, there's a feeling that I'm seeing as the body yeah so when there's the movement of consciousness through 
it feels to me, it gets translated very quickly that I'm the one who's seen. Yeah. So the body is the one that's conscious. Instead of consciousness moving through the hose, let's say, instead of water moving through the hose, the hose knowing it's water, the hose now thinks it's the water. Yeah. Yes. So the, the water gets forgotten by the claiming that it's the hose. And now it's the, the activity of the water is attributed to the hose. Yeah. So does, is there any need to find out more about water in that case? No. What you need to find out is about the hose so that you see that you're not the hose from water. Yeah. Instead of trying to see you're the water from the hose, you see you're not the hose from the water. Yeah. You don't want to keep trying to convince the hose that it's water, which is what happens a lot in spiritual uh, areas. They're trying to tell us what's water, what water's like, but it, we're hearing it as a hose. <laughs> you know, so the only thing the hose can do in the frame of being a doer is to try to become, try to do water. Yeah. So it tries to do water as a hose. And it's just a fundamental oomph that you can't get out of. Once there's a seeming in it, you can't get out of it. Yeah. It's just that simple. So the whole message for me is not to describe what we are. It's to sort of describe what we're not, you know, so that what you are can recognize it finally, hopefully. Yeah. And when you, when there's a recognition of it, You'll all, you will also recognize the mental state comes up very quickly and claims to be the one that recognized it, yeah? So now you see yourself, you see yourself in a way masquerading as the thief and as the policeman and this whole little act of trying to get out of me as me. And then you realize the only way to get out of an imaginary place is to realize you're not in it. You know, you can't get out of an imaginary place. It's imaginary. <laughs> the more you try to get out of it, the more reality you're giving to it. You don't see that, but that's what's actually happening. I'm trying to get out of something that is inherently not real. And by my wanting to get out of it, I make it real. Yeah. And so now what can bound me can seem to bind me. It's just that simple. So... This isn't about, all right, there's a methodology that we can get into the spirit. There's a way we can get into the spirit. It hasn't been, we just found out about it. It was hidden for 8,000 years in a cave in Tibet underneath a couple of rocks. Someone found out, I heard about it, and here it is. This is the way we're going to get out. It doesn't matter because you're not in. Yeah. You're not in that which you want to get out of it's just that simple so the, the the dilemma is the system is very fast at re reforming so let's say if there's an epiphany or a big whack usually that epiphany ends with the thought i'm having an epiphany you don't see the something's there yeah so as soon as you show up, the you that you're not, to claim the epiphany, it seems to end. <laughs> and you can't make it be there for you, see? Because it's, it's what's there absent. 
of that which is already absent. That's what happens. When the presence takes itself to be that which is absent, a lot of shit is absent to it. <laughs> its own nature becomes absent to it. And then it's trying to find out what it is from what it's not. It's never, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get better as an, as a physicalness, as a person. That's great. I mean, let's call it what it is, but to believe that we're on a journey to find out what we are to me is insane. I think we're on a journey to find out what we're not. Yeah. So when we see what we're not, then you'll find out what you are. Yeah. And you are awake in a sense. And basically, as soon as that becomes obvious, you lose interest in all the incredible intricate facets of what that would be like to be awake. You're just like uh, uninterested in all that. You're just interested in awakeness. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're interested in being here. Yeah. Not because of what's here, but because you're here. Yeah, that's simple. And then the interest and attention that you may need to navigate a day. And even now in the pandemic, you don't need much. <laughs> I go from the kitchen to the bed, to the, to the bathroom, to the backyard. There's not much. I don't need like 400,000 thoughts to navigate a day here. You know, I have like, basically I could do it in my sleep. So this opportunity is to see the the grinding of time in this selfing, yeah? To see that selfing, the idea of being you, is manufactured and reinforced in time, yeah? And it's sort of like maybe when we, we're all in a seeming time out, maybe in that forced time out, we can check out what it feels like. Maybe you'll recognize the dry current as if it's wet of time. You'll, maybe you'll get a sense of it and see what an influence time is. And there is no thing called time, it's an activity. But the interest is unbelievable. The influence is unbelievable. Because right now, what you are is not based or conditioned on t in time. Right now, what you're not is completely based and conditioned in time. It's a product of time, yeah? So, you as Paul has to be remembered. Yeah. It's remembered by memories of the past and it's remembered by worrying about the, someone in the future. Yeah, seen as a body and memories of a past pictured as a body. Yeah, so the mental state is constantly in a super quick movement is I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. And immediately, it takes it takes ownership of now yeah it takes ownership of now and now starts worshiping there and then really so you're you cannot not be here but the mental state is obsessed with yesterday and tomorrow so it uses here to think about yesterday and tomorrow I mean, you have to see something in that, yeah? If you have such value in the thought system, then see what the thought system values, yeah? If you're believing thoughts, or if there's a belief in thoughts, then why, why not see what the thoughts believe, yeah? So basically, the thought system is of time, yeah?
It's thinking, constantly assuming and implying and projecting and reflecting on a, on a you. Yeah. Reinforcing it constantly. Every time there's something that's done, there's the sense of being the doer. And it's always one. There's tons of doing during the day. There's one doer that's doing it. Tons of seeing, one seer. Tons of hearing, one hearer. Tons of feeling, one feeler. You have to see it, yeah? What the living is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the mental state's interpretation of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is it implies a seer, a hearer, a feeler, a taster, a toucher. And that's what it emphasizes, yeah? It emphasizes a product that comes after the claiming of living, to be that which is living. It puts what comes after before. So now consciousness is obvious. Consciousness is poured before the thought of Paul. They're seeing that's before the thought of Paul. But when the thought of Paul arises, it claims it's the seer. Yeah? So now the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, the onness, where there's no off switch until you pass away, that onness, yeah, the mental state can't get rid of it. What it does is just claims that really what it means is there's a Paul that's on. There's a Paul that's seeing. And that Paul is what we're not. It's just a mental contraption that is put in place of what we are. And therefore, we see life from that singular point called and it's called self-centeredness that's it and then we're missing this whole thing willing to jump on a giant spiritual journey as the problem we don't we don't see any of the basics of what's going on but we move that all along to arrive at this super conceptual idea of being awake and stabilized and super clear at all times never upset by anything, never touched by any adversity, whatever it may be. Yeah, all this is just fabrication. Yeah? Get to the root and see what's going on. That's the quality we have available, always available, is the seeing. Nothing is before the seeing. So, so we attempt and see the Zoom is different because it's a different platform so i'm not a real a real uh zealot about questions yeah usually because i feel if you starve the questioner and you leave them with their own devices maybe they'll see they're not their own devices yeah so what's so important to have a question asked may not be you that's so interested in it it may be what you're not that's interested in it yeah why would i want to feed that So we have a thing in recovery called abstinence. So abstinence is, it's a beautiful space. It's hard to, you can't put a like mileage or how big or large the space is. But abstinence is you're in a space that you never start drinking. Yeah. So there's no need to figure out ways of how to stop. You never start. Yeah. You're placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part, 
you're just there free from that. It's unbelievable, really. Now, I don't see why that can't be applied to thought, yeah? I know. You're not going to stop thought because you never started the thoughts, yeah? But you can lose interest in thoughts. You can. And if you lose interest in thoughts, what happens is, instead of the thoughts taking up all the space, there'll be the sense of the space the thoughts appear in. Seriously. Instead of the thoughts, like, fill in the screen, instead of that, the thoughts will appear on the screen, and there'll be a large amount of screen there. I mean, it seems simple, but you know how many thoughts are arising? Could you imagine if just that switch, where instead of the thoughts filling the screen, the space that they're appearing in was more dominant? That would be unbelievable. You would probably... All your spiritual searches would stop right there. <laughs> they would. You would just feel, you would have a sense of contentment and uh, satisfaction, more discontentment and an ease that wouldn't provoke much looking for anything else. Yeah. And then, but other stuff would download. You would see, you would learn about shit without going out there and studying, yeah? You'd learn about it. It would just come in and you'd be informed of a lot of stuff without looking for the information. And then you would, that information would allow you to see what you weren't seeing before. And then you would see, you would see what's happening here. You would see how it's manufactured and how that which comes after, which is an idea of Paul, is constantly assumed to be before everything, yeah? So we're living in a world where we think nouns are primary and then there's verbs. But in fact, this is just verbing, 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 verbing. There's, there's a, a set of verbing that I call selfing, which is what selfing does, it implies a noun, yeah? It implies a noun. So when, when something happens, the head says, it happened to me or I did it. Yes, basically. That, yeah. So there's that claiming of it. And so suddenly the happening, I, it becomes singular and it gets frozen and it gets, it's, it's framed as a noun. So this happened to me or I did it and stuff. This is the bondage of self. The bondage of self is, try, is feeling or sensing you're a noun in a world of verbing, really. The bondage of self is sensing you're a noun in a world of verbing. Okay. We have so many opportunities, so many people, sports people, they go into zones, they call it. In surfing, you just lose yourself, or in sex or something like that, or a painting, or whatever it may be. Hopefully, at least you have one or a few passions that bring it out of you, yeah? So there's a lot of time when you feel the lifting of all that stuff of time and thoughts and everything like that, and there's, it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a really freaking cool space, yes? But the abs what's, what's the importance is what's absence. There's no observer of the space. That comes after. There's no one who's in the space. That comes after. The idea that was one. It's an absence of stuff. 
that's where you're shooting, you're hitting every basket or whatever is going on, you're catching every wave. It's just, or you're one with the ocean, all these things. That story that you're one with the ocean doesn't happen when you're one with the ocean. It happens after, yeah? When you get on the beach, you now tell your friends, oh, I was one with the ocean. <laughs> when you're one with the ocean, there's not a story being written about being one with the ocean. <laughs> Who would write the story? Yeah, it's after. So living is before you and I arrive after. But the story is we were there. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to go through the hieroglyphics of another planet in the 12th dimension of spirituality? Just look there. There's a lot more knowledge in that than all this arcane knowledge you can pick up. The knowledge of what you're not, seeing what you're not getting us an understanding of what you're not and a recognition of what you're not. Yeah. To have that has a lot of value here. And what it does is this, the, the whole accumulation of what you're not has a deep realization that it's the obscuring agent, that it's not going to get out of it. Yeah. That it can't leave it and still be it. Yeah, it just it can't pull it off. It's tried, I mean, religiously with drugs and everything else, and it's come to a, a rude awakening. I can't, this is, it's not my pay scale, you know? It's not my, I, I'm not, don't, I, don't, I don't have that. That ability isn't in the programming. That's when it gets really nice, yeah? Suddenly there's a, there's a real sense of surrender, finally. Every time I try to grab, that which I'm trying to grab becomes very evasive. Now, is it it's inherently invasive or is it my wanting to grab it? Think First, you think it's evasive, but it's your wanting to grab it. Yeah. So you realize, Jesus, I can't get it with this. I can't get it this way. I can't act like I don't want to get it and get it. You just see, uh, you lose interest in that. And then you find out interest in what you really are which is not of the body. Yeah. You're not of thing. You're not of time. As Jesus says, you're in this world. And so if you look like, what would the world look like if you're in it? Time, separation, things. Yeah. Jesus, and then Jesus negated that by saying, but you're not of it. Yeah. So he lets you feel that it's what it's like to be in the world. Hey, yeah, yeah. But you're not of the world. Yeah. So that's inclusive. It's not like you got to deny you're in the world while you're in the world. It doesn't work. You, there's an admit, there's an acceptance. Yes, I'm in the world, but there's also an acceptance. I'm not of the world. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's sort of, that's like the the sky. The importance of the cloud and the sky. Yes, the cloud is appearing but it's appearing in the sky, but doesn't affect the sky, yeah? So there's a world that we're in that's appearing to be so, but it doesn't affect what we're of, yes? And we're not of this world. Hallelujah. So I try to find those worlds. I try to have pinpoint 13 hours of meditation, fucking clear experiences. I chanted, not that much, wasn't into it that much chanted, did all these things. I 
I almost killed myself with drugs with the hopes of seeing, getting a glimpse. And I'm see I came back realizing I can't get out of an imaginary place, especially from as an imaginary thing. <laughs> so there you go. Now I have the there's the trials and tribulation as Paul as a thing, but like in these squares, there's nine squares here. One of the squares would be the trials and tribulations of Paul, and the other eight squares would be space. <laughs> and while the space was attended to, the square of Paul would get smaller and smaller. <laughs> Though not to Paul. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. It's my rant for the day. I think this is what we should call it. Zen bitch slaps rant for the day, and then what comes after. Yeah, so is there, are there any questions? Uh, there's someone uh, from Dimitri. Do you see that, Mike? Uh, I've got you on speaker view, so I only see a few squares. Oh, can you see if there's any hands up? Uh, just... Matt just raised his hand. Matt S. Oh. from Columbus. Matt from Columbus? Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm good. I'm looking for you. Have I found you? No. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're over uh, here. All right, I think I do. So I, right. uh, I, I came to you through recovery, um, and... Uh, I, I I got a glimpse of of what I'm not of what I'm not from what I am and it led me to Ramana and abiding by the I thought um it subsides when I ask who am I and I'm aware of, of what I'm not. But in your experience, does it take hold? Does it does does it ever become more permanent? Yeah, for sure. Identification. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Yes. See, it's sort of like um, in AA recovery, we have a thing about the disease of alcoholism. Yes. And they would say that it progresses, but so does recovery from. It. Yeah. This is a place of duality. Yes. Yes. Duality. So there's two sides to every coin. So in time, how an idea like this expresses is it seems to become you start you travel lighter yeah yes yeah so or it's, or as the course would say you're dreaming yourself out of out of the dream and as you do the dream gets happier yeah so there is in this expression in this place of time there can be a deepening so to speak yes that that which is doesn't deepen but the 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 sense of it deepens, yeah? It's sort of like if the, if the action figure was under a cloud for a very, very long time, he didn't know it for quite a while, and then he becomes sort of conscious of it, that can't, he'll be, it will become more conscious of it. The cloud ain't going anywhere, yeah? Yeah. 
So, yes. So you're in good hands. It's just going to go where it goes. And grace abounds. Like Ramana says, I think he said, you go to a certain point and then you basically put the ball down and that's where grace is. So there, yeah. there is nothing more. This is it. But this is awesome. It's just right here. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, great. All right. And the next, uh, next uh, participant. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, is anyone there? I see a lot. I see a lady says her name is Satsa. John Martin, hands up next. How are you? Hey, Paul. Good to see you again, buddy. I'm gonna try to find you, Martin. Am I? Am I in the on your screen? I see All you. All right. Do I need to see you here? Maybe not. Yeah, hey, you know, you saw me last night, so it's cool. Oh, you did. Oh, Martin. All right. Yeah. Hey, man. How are we doing? Some of the people say hi. So whatever it takes, folks. Uh, I love what you're saying about being in the world, but not of the world. And it reminded me of something I've heard you say before, um, that we are the dreaming of the dream. Well, um, that's awesome. Miracles. Yeah, yeah. We are the dreaming of the dream. I don't say dream because that would be like a noun. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's always dreaming. I don't, I don't think dreaming ever turns into anything. It's just always dreaming, yes. But just to clarify. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we are the dreaming of the dreaming. What? Well, would, would, you, would you call those two things related? How I heard you describe it today, being in the world but not of the world. Yes, yes. So you would say the dreaming is not of the dreaming, so to speak, yeah? Yeah? So the dreaming, when the dreaming, let's say, is in the dreaming, there's the, there's the, uh, the identification as the dreamt, yeah, as the body, yeah? When you stop looking to, if you stop looking from the body to figure out the dreaming and you see the dreaming, you see the body from the dreaming, you're looking from what you're of, yes? So what you're of, let's say, is the dreaming. What you're in is what you would call a dream, yes? The being in the dream appears as if you're a body, and there's bodies, and there's world, and space, and time, and all like this. But you're not of that. So what happens here is people, we, that happened with me, people hear that they're the dreaming, but they hear it as the dreamt. That doesn't go very well. See, so they hear that they're in this world by as that which is in the world. Yeah, the thing is that they hear about being in the world from what you're of. Yeah, when you hear being about being in the world from what you are of, you'll see you're not that. That's being in the world. Yeah. No yeses. <laughs> All right. So you are the dreaming of the dream. There's this, I'll, I'll read a thing that the Course used to say. It still says it. I haven't looked at it in a while. I may have changed it by now. But it is, you and I are the, I'm going to say it the way it says it. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Yeah. How do we, how did we seemingly, and I would say it appears to us, we forgot that we're dreaming. 
how did, how are we forgetting that we're dreaming? Well, I just would hazard the possibility that by identification as the dreamt, yeah? So when reality identifies with a dreamt object, it takes the dream that the object is as real, yeah? So it's by the identification as the dreamt, yeah? A whole new situation arises. Now suddenly everything I'm dreaming as the dreaming now has the ability to affect me as the dreamt, yeah? It's beautiful, really. It's a perfect diagnostic of what's happening. So there's the dreaming, which is not of the body. There's the dreamt, which is of the body. The dreaming, while dreaming the dreamt, forget it, forgets, seemingly forgets that it's the dreaming. It only thinks it's the dreamer at the night, you know, the night dream. It forgets that it's the dreaming and takes itself to be the dreamt. Now suddenly, all the meaning that the dreaming is giving to everything now can affect the dreamt as if it's real because the dreamt sees it as real, yeah? That would be being in the world and not, and not being of the world. This is what happens. That which is being in the world wants to get the of the world, out, you know, not of the world. It wants to have that experience of being not of the world because it wants relief from what it's in. And then when it gets a sample of it, it want, then it gets upset because it doesn't stabilize because the in the inness keeps regrouping, yeah. And then the ofness is seen as an experience or a goal the inness can arrive at. When the fact is, you there's just a negation, not a denial, but a negation of the inness, not in the inness, but from the ofness, yeah. Seeing this world from the ofness is negation of this world. It's not, it's not denying it and vanquishing it and destroying it. There's an acceptance of it for what it is, and, and you're not of it. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. But the thing is, the dreaming gets lost in the identification as the dreamt. And now we're trying to convince dreamt objects that this dreamt dream that they're taking to be so real isn't real, that there's, there's no world, there's, it doesn't work. We're talking to the wrong audience. I don't want to talk to Geraldine and Donna and Kevin and Randy. I'm, I'm hoping to talk through Randy and Donna and Kevin and get to what we're of, yeah? so that we can describe what, it likes, what it's like to be in and maybe get the idea I'm not that, yeah? And when you get it, the idea of not that from the of, it's not a denial or a destroying or a vanquishing or killing it or making it, it's inclusive, yeah? There's the appearance of inness and then there's the reality of ofness. Yeah, one's happening in time, the other is of a timeless nature. Yeah, dig it, man. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, <laughs> I dig it too. <laughs> it's weird speaking to to <laughs> squares. I feel I should ask you a question. Who was the president of the United States in 1976? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, some washed up celebrity, what's your answer? <laughs>
Dwight Eisenhower. Eh, you're wrong. No. All right. Any uh, any more questions? I'm moving to another. <laughs> another square. Uh, Lee has Lee Harris has his hand up next. All right, Lee. I'm going to search for you. Well, if he starts talking, he might move. Yeah, I call. All right, Lee. Go ahead. Actually, if you, I don't know about your screen. When I click on I'll hear you. up on the upper right, you can click on speaker view. But I oh yeah, I'm, I yeah. found. I, I, well, you found me. I'm still looking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can you can you can decease now. Decease. <laughs> desist. I don't want you to decease. No, this, this is I. I suppose this is a question from what I'm not. But. Uh, <laughs> I know you, you've talked about when when you finally see, you you say uh, it's always been this way. So yeah. it's that way. You know, consciousness is obviously seeing right now. Yet it seems to be, or I seem to be, identified as a thought. Whatever the present thought is, I believe I'm the thinker of it, and so I fall into that. So how is it that consciousness is awake to itself all the time right now, yet it seems to be, or, or it seems to be misidentified as a thought? It's that streaming. Okay. So you're laying in your bed at night, and in the dreaming, you're a, a guy riding a, a bull at a rodeo. Yeah. How is it? How is it that Paul hasn't left his bed Yet he's riding a bull in a vote in a rodeo in Nevada or Utah somewhere. Yes. And then it seems as real as real can be until he wakes up and realizes, oh, I haven't left the bed. I've been here the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't realize that when he's on the bull riding it. Yeah. Right. Or dream would the dream would stop. Yes. Yeah. So this is a different type of awakeness. In this awakeness, the dreaming is continuing. Yeah? And yet you're awake. Not because of anything. That's a fact. You're just awake. I don't care what it seems like. Yeah? I don't care how it's appearing. You're awake. That's your basic condition. Yeah? It doesn't have an on and off switch. It doesn't have like a far away and close switch it, it doesn't have a connect or disconnect we're all awake and here you can seem to be awake to that or can seem to be asleep to that fact it doesn't change the fact yeah so at times the head is constantly falling into seemingly being asleep to that yeah the interest and attention has been following it religiously for years. Yes, not your interest, interest and attention. And so it keeps spawning the sense of the same sense of reality. But you're bigger than that also at the same time. Yes, the ofness isn't the access to the ofness is it has nothing to do with the inness yeah the ofness is inherently always available at all times yeah so when you go into these little forays and the narrative is like you've lost yourself you you never lose yourself yeah you always come back to that same point maybe you never left it yeah <laughs> don't you get it after a while this feeling of leaving 
yet you never never leave forever. You always seem to wake back up. Maybe those little interludes are totally imaginary. Yeah. Maybe your condition is revealed by you always end up like when you get off the train of thought. You're always at the sa- the station. Yeah. Every time you you picture every time the whole the illusory machine stops, you're right where you've always been. Maybe you never left. Yeah. See the head. What you are makes leaps. Yeah. It gets a little teaser here, and then it leaps to some conclusion, like it realizes something, not by a cumulative math, but a leap, yeah? So what would happen if you keep recognizing, every time I leave, I always end up back at the same place. Maybe I've never left that place I thought I left, yeah? What would happen? Who knows? Find out. Maybe a... All that interest and attention that goes off on the little time trip wouldn't go, yeah? Some of it would still go, but now a lot would be resting in presence, yeah? Whatever you want to call it. And yeah, then the foray wouldn't last as long and wouldn't have much uh, color in it, and it would just come back with really not much of a story. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, the message is in. You've been served the spiritual subpoena. Yeah? The faith of mind has been put into the wrong uh, vehicle. Yeah? It's getting withdrawn, and it'll just stay put. And then you'll see all the, thi- all the, all the unwinding and winding back, and all this and all that, and all the days that come and go, and feelings come and go. Yet there's a, just like a screen in a theater can show 800 different kinds of movies never gets moved by any of them yeah and it, yeah every before every movie there's the screen and after every movie the screen a four even after fucking uh the last one by uh scorsese the irishman that was four freaking hours it still didn't re- you still came back to the screen when it was over thank god <laughs> Yeah? So this, what does it tell you? All right, the movie, I was really engaged with it, but what's always there? The screen, yeah? Maybe we're the screen, so to speak, and movies are being played, yes? They're being projected, we forget that, and we think we perceive them as if they're real and solid, and then they're playing on our screen. But they always end, don't they? It's not only the screen, it's that I think I'm the character on the screen. Well, you don't, but the head thinks it's the character. Yes. Thank God. Yes. So what? There's some fun in it, isn't there? I mean, I get to see beauty a lot here. Yeah? Yeah. Isn't it awesome to be put to use? Sometimes you do something for somebody or you're made of, you're available and you're present. So therefore, you're of service. Uh, hey, what's the rush? Yeah, it's going to end anyway, isn't it? You'll have a you'll have a small reprieve tonight when you go to bed. <laughs> That's why I have to sleep eight hours at night. I'm exhausted from all the thoughts going through my. Head. <laughs> But I, I've met you, bro. I know you. It's, it's actually 
you're going to be the last person to know that it's getting better. Yeah. Because the idea of Lee has a story and it wants to be right about that story. So for it to be right about that story, it has to exclude a lot of shit that's happening, like good shit. Yeah. You got to realize it. The mental state is attempting. See, we're the screen. The mental state wants to obscure that screen. And the only way it can do that is by telling a story that we're after the, the, the curtain. Yeah. We're not the screen. We're in this world and we're of this world. Yeah. That way it can obscure. That way it can, it can have relevance and meaning. But the fact is, you're on this side of it, yeah? So the screen doesn't have the ability to block you off here, does it? Yeah. Exactly. This is what you're of. This is what you're appearing to be in. Yeah? This curtain can be withdrawn, open, a little bit high, this and that, all this going on. But in fact, you are here as what you are. Just like if you're on the sun side, does the cloud have the ability to block you from the sun? No. If you're in another side, the, the sky has, the cloud has an ability to block you from the sun. The cloud's ability is based on us. It's not based on the cloud. Yeah? Yeah. See? You'll... There's so much to find out about what you're not. And in the, by learning about it, by finding out about it, you get a hit of what you are. That's how it worked with me. Yeah. It's, it's like an intimation. You don't, you can't know it. Yeah. You can't categorize it. You can't credit it. You can't claim it. You can't, which is beautiful because therefore you can't lose it and shit like that. Yeah. And there's a knowing of that finally you get it that you're incapable of getting it yeah then there's an intimation you sense stuff and uh you don't need anyone to verify that yeah yeah so i'm telling you lee you're doing great so put that in your fucking mental pipe and smoke it <laughs> you are I've, been watching, I've watched you just your face then i haven't seen your face like that when I first met you, you were it's very serious, very, yeah, 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 yes, you didn't have any, you had spiritual fucking hiking boots, not slippers, you know, you were, like, climb out of this thing, <laughs> this is all about chilled out, man, yeah, yeah, and it's happening to you. And your head is never going to tell you that. It's never. You can't listen to that narration. It has an agenda. Yeah. It, it hasn't told me. <laughs> of course it hasn't. So listen. Tell me to the me. opposite. Give me an assumed authority, which I don't have. And I'm telling you, you're fucking doing great. Okay. I wouldn't say it that, that. You're doing wonderfully well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Keep coming back. Thanks, please. Paul. And for all your support it helps yeah my lavish lifestyle is <laughs> thank you all Good right next, you. next question or whatever hello uh, ricardo oh, my, long island and everyone there long island's there everybody <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Space shows social distancing in Long Island. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do my whole life growing up there. I was trying to distance myself from Long Island. <laughs> Finally succeeded. Uh, Mike, anyone? Ricardo's got his hand up. Who? Hello, Paul. Ricardo. Ricardo. All right, I still haven't figured out how to find them. Oh, here you are. Hey, got it. Hey, Ricardo. Hello, Paul. How are you? Good, good. Good. So I love your teachings. I love the way you point, uh, saying that uh, what you what you are is looking. Yes. What you are is looking at what you are not, and then uh, discarding. Sorry, my English, but uh, putting off all the things, even the mind, the thoughts, the things I saw, all the things I see is not myself. So in the in that moment, in that moment, I I, I feel a very big liberation. Even if it if the if the it uh, it's only for a while, but it seems that I have to remember all the time that what I am is looking to what I am not to get detached. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my question for you is, uh, is there a moment that uh, I don't need to remember that anymore than I, I will be like uh, pulled to what I am, looking to what I am not? Now. No. Yeah. Now. Ah, no. Yeah. Yes. Now. No, if it's it, okay. Later is going to be now, so now. Yeah, but I, I, I'm asking you because now it's very okay, but uh, after a while I forget about that. And I, when, the, when, what I, when what I am not is very pleasure, pleasure and very involving, I, I, I know that I'm not that, but I, I go through because it, it's pleasurable. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It didn't you it's not you that went through. Just have a sense that of what was shown to you that hit. Yeah? And see where the faith that that you have in the mental state, that maybe that faith can go there. Yeah. You know, when, when it was some of the times it struck me strongly, it felt like it happened in my gut and was like an unspoken yes, yeah? Now, was Paul equipped to live as that? No, but it's something hit me and there was a faith that reacted to it. I had faith. It was like I knew it was before knowing shit, yeah? I just knew it, yes? That faith. That faith is what gives you a, see when we have faith in the thoughts and everything, we believe they can pull us so here and there and this and that. When that faith goes to what you've had a hit of, that you get 
those ideas weaken. You don't, you don't feel, you know, you're just okay. So I'm saying it's now because if it happens five minutes from now, that will be now. Yeah. So basically the answer is that there is no fucking problem. That's the answer. Yeah? The problem is what the answer is entertaining, basically. When the answer loses interest in it, yeah, it's gonna gain interest in, its, in what it is, and that's sort of the solution, yeah? And the solution tells you there was no problem, so there's no need for a solution. It's that economical. So you got a whack, you notice you're traveling lighter, let that faith get moved, you can't move it from that thing that has failed to something that works. Yeah. Yes. So when my head does something and goes up into things, it, I never take it to be a signal that I've left what I am. <laughs> Though it wants to infer that and imply that, I never take it because I know with all the goings aways and all the coming back, I don't believe I've ever left that which I had come back to. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole story of all the power of going away has been dismissed. I've lost interest in it. Yeah. Keeps getting spun out constantly. That's what the head's assuming. It's assuming it, it's uh, not of what we are. It's assuming it's of flesh and of brain and of this and of that. And it's, tattooed by all the doing and all the thinking and all the feelings it's had yeah it's just build it's like building something on shaky ground there's no reality to it so that's what that's what the traveling lighter is based on loss of interest really you just lose interest in all of that all the mental spinning and everything there's just a loss of interest in it it's this it's sort of like the circus comes to town but now it's, it's like a one ring circus, not a three ring circus. It used to have like a five tents. It's got one little like pop-up tent. The clown's still in there, you know, <laughs> have some paper mache lions and shit. It's sort of like, uh, <laughs> see, the power of the mental state is based on interest and attention. It's based on faith. Without faith, the thoughts couldn't seem to take you to yesterday and tomorrow. There's no way. Yeah. We're the source of the faith. We're the source of it. We're the source of the interest and the attention. Yeah. The mental state is playing to us all day. Yeah, but your thoughts aren't peering on your head, are they? They're playing toward you inside. There's an audience, there's a spacious audience that the whole narration is seemingly presenting its case to, yes? What would happen if that audience, audience lost interest in the movie? The light wouldn't be projecting the movie as much because we are the light, yes? When the light loses interest in the projector, the projection of the film isn't that strong. That's what happens. You're dreaming and you start seeing through the dreaming. Yeah. You're too, you're fine also, Ricardo. 
I'm, I'm giving everyone a, a medical exam. Lee is fine. You're fine, Ricardo. But uh, I mean, this loss of interest, uh, I, I cannot do anything about about that. Right? No, just you're going to observe it, and then you're going to express from a different place. Yeah, and you'll get an intimation of the tree, like Jesus says. You can't know the tree, but you know you'll know the tree by the fruit of the tree. Yeah. So you can't know what you are, but you'll see, you'll start seeing new expressions and shit, and they'll intimate what you are. Yeah. I think I lost you, Ricardo. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Ricardo, stay in touch. Yeah. I will. <laughs> All right. This Sharon. Sharon, it's nice to see you. I miss our little, uh, uh, wherever we went, firehouse. Keith, yes. There's a Alex, Any next, anyone, Mike? Shell, Shell is next. Shell? Shell, no. Joan? Hey. I'm, I'm looking for Joan. Shown, oh, Shown. Her name is Shown. She's 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 unmuted herself. It's okay. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, I just had a question that I think I know the answer to, but I'm not sure. Just like, is there also a loss of interest in like um, maintaining relationships a certain way, or like? Um, Yeah, like lost, can, can you hear me? I can. I lost a little bit of that. Yeah, so you're there, talking about uh, the way certain relationships. Yeah, is there just like a loss of interest in maintaining relationships like that you don't really want to maintain anymore <laughs> that you would have just continued to anyway in the past? Does that make sense? Well, it could be. Uh, there's no rote way. It's going to – that's – that's the fun of it. You'll find out yourself in your own predicaments. Yeah. You'll see how it gets redistributed. Yeah. But a lot of people will point out that they feel a little lost even when they come here uh, because their interest that they had in certain things has moved. Yeah. And a lot of those things were part of the identity. Right. And, they, and it's has moved and it hasn't gone back and they're sort of feeling a little bit like they've lost something. And, uh, but that's a common, uh, observation. So, but I don't know, but I, I, I feel, yeah, that would be a nice, that would be, well, to me, that's traveling lighter or like dreaming yourself out of the dream and it gets happier. You leave things that weren't good for you or for the other, yeah? Yeah. Stuff like that, yes. Yeah, a lot of that can can happen, but it's just going to play out. I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just, see, when it first started happening with me, I felt a, a responsibility, and I tried to get better, and then I was told to stop that. Yeah. And then I spent years just reading Yankee blogs and <laughs> shit like that, and very, very what you would call a mundane life completely. And uh, <laughs> I haven't gotten any new 
uh, directive. So basically, yeah, it's. <laughs> I had a lot of interest in getting out of myself. I did. And I thought a lot of that had to do with improving it so I could get out of it, yeah? And purifying it and and stressing it to a point where some shit would snap by, you know, austerity, like a lot of meditation in short periods and not eating much food. I figured that, uh, you know, I was interested in that big time. And I was interested in people who looked like they had effects I wanted, where they looked brighter mm -hmm. and they were much clearer. And I wanted that. And so I would, I followed some courses that I hoped would bring me there. And uh, doing that, in hindsight, I found the similarity to, with searching for that through spirituality as, as with drug addiction, really. There was really no difference except the vehicle. And, you know, one vehicle's got, you know, it's nicer. <laughs> kind of you know nicer seats maybe <laughs> like a prius the other one you know was usually the back of a jet of a police car but still <laughs> they had a huge similarity and and a lot of that stuff when this message started to take hold a lot of stuff got rearranged yeah because you can finally you're not there's not such a commitment to hide shit from yourself when you, that self you're trying to hide shit from isn't you, yeah? Mm -hmm. You can actually really start having a close to honest appraisal because it's not you. When, when it's about you, you, there's gonna be a lot of blind spots. You're gonna probably have to hear a lot about you from others because you're, you're stra the strategy of the mental state, it has a story and it's protecting that story, yeah? yeah. So, when you see it's not you, then a lot gets revealed. And some of the stuff that gets revealed, it's, it, it, uh, there's going to be a reconfiguring. Yeah, that's all. But I have a faith in it because uh, even if it looks like it isn't good, it's good. Yeah, because it turns out to be proven. Like my friend just had one thing t the other day. She put out her, it, she put out her income tax. And she had to give them eight hundred dollars or something, and then they got she got a thing back saying something about it. Something was wrong, so she had a little bit of anxiety. And then by that thing, she's going to get all that eight hundred dollars back. Mm. Yeah. So at first it seemed like, oh, I don't want to do it, but she's she's uh she does it right away. And then she learns, hey, she wouldn't have learned to, that she could get the eight hundred dollars back without that piece of paper. But the way we see responded worked, yeah? Because I, yeah. So, yes, I don't know what, it, I think I left the point, but I hope you, hopefully you got the point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I think like the seriousness of it, it seems like it gets less than, right? Like where you think yeah, like you have sure. to be a certain way and they have to be a certain way and you have to label things a certain way or whatever, like there's a like fluidity or something maybe. That... Yes, most definitely, yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. John Harper is next. John Harper. Wow, there's a lot of John. 
Was he the one that talked first? Maybe his hand got hey, left. How up. you doing? No, I had to unmute myself. Can you hear All me right. now? I can hear you. I can't see you yet. But. Okay. Green t-shirt. You may find me. Uh, I've been listening to your uh, videos for several months now and really appreciate uh, your service and your message and the way you present it. The other day, ever since I've been doing that, it's like these little things yeah. light up in my past. You know, like, oh, there's a moment. Oh, there's a moment. See that? And uh, I had an experience a couple of weeks ago that, uh, well, I had an experience. I was involved in this experience. And uh, it really illustrated the point you make about you are the scene. And I think it's a common experience that a lot of us have, but we, we don't really see it for what it is. And that is a couple of weeks ago, I was turning 70 and uh, I'm standing in front of the mirror looking at this face that's aging all these years. <laughs> and I remember many, many times looking at that and going, it doesn't really add up. I don't feel that old, right? And so a week or so ago, as I'm doing that, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm, I'm really in this place of feeling, uh, well, I'm not that old and wondering how old I am and it just feels timeless. And that's when I realized that what's looking and seeing that body, that the scene is coming from the timeless. And it's looking at the... Uh, progression of time in the mirror and that was just a very clear example to me of one of the points that you keep driving home that we are yeah. the scene and that that is timeless and that seemed like a point of inflection of really being you know that opened things up i just wanted to share that it was oh great great there's there'll be many of those There'll be many of those. Yeah. 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 There's no quantity. It's just, uh, see, these are the signs that you're on to something. It's just that simple. Yeah. It reveals itself and then it verifies itself. Yeah. By these little, these little uh, coincidences or things or whatever. And then you get a sense of a, a choreographic uh, theme in the dreaming, yeah. And all the while, yeah. But I, yeah, uh, I, I try to stay away from mirrors now <laughs> because my head is stuck in night as eighteen years old. <laughs> so it, it's I, I see that I see it attempting to make sense of the nonsensical because it's thinking it's 18 and the only way it can hold itself is a body and then it sees this older body and it just the, the uh, wiring goes crackles <laughs> it's it's story it's it's like uh on fumes you know what i mean <laughs> okay. it's hilarious one thing you should start laughing a lot. Most people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's riot. Funny. It's funny as hell. Mm -hmm. The the smallness of the 
mental state is hilarious. Really, <laughs> it's hilarious. Some of its hilarity is it's taking itself so seriously. If you just try to put it on paper before you even write, you know it was bullshit. <laughs> you like it's just so. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> So thank you, John. Thanks, Ed. Keep on listening. I have faith in this message. Yes, Mike, the next one. I don't see any hands raised. Anybody want to raise their hand? Oh, they, we Jill, have to, Jill just raised her, raised her hand. Uh, all right. Uh, and then we'll end, maybe. Uh, what time is it? And then Geraldine's got her hand in now, too. So. All right. After Geraldine and stuff. All right. We don't have to end, we'll just, hey. I don't know if you can see me, I wave my hand. Uh, I gotta go through this thing. Now, who is this I'm looking for? Jill. Jill, uh, it yeah. doesn't matter to speak, Jill, I'll catch okay. you. Okay, okay, my husband and I are both here, we're in different squares. Uh oh, I see you now. We're coming from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, Asheville, yes. Yeah, yeah. And we're both from long time recovery too. And um, more recently, when, man, when I was finally introduced to non-duality and entertained the whole thing, and, and then dis, it was just so great to discover you because that just, for me, lended a lot of credibility to it. Just, yeah. just, just because of your, you know, knowing of recovery and everything. So yeah. I just really appreciate you, um, all that you share and, and, and the, all that you do. Um, what I wanted to ask you to talk a little bit more about, I've heard you talk about, I think it's like horizontal and vertical downloads. Yeah, yeah. If you could just expand on that a little. Be great. Well, these are just you. imageries of things. Um, uh, so for me, a download is sort of like an assertion of knowledge without much uh, data. Yeah. So that uh, the data is seen uh, through your living in the next week or a month or two months or something. So there's downloads, and then the download uh, triggers. Uh, an ability to see certain things you may have been missing, yes? So, and then there's the horizontal downloads. I just use that to mean it's on mostly almost like an orbiting from the mental state, almost like, and it, I would see it as uh, almost like the download is like on a saran wrap and it just wraps around, yeah? All right. And then, you keep you can still keep seeing but it's getting a little bit unclear yeah and yeah. basically now you're just totally based on the interpretation or the narrative you're not seeing anymore in a sense so okay. it, it's sort of the horizontal download is of time for sure and so and the other ones aren't and the horizontal download takes time it plays out like like a like a printer almost yeah okay. and it it's basically the same old same old yeah you start right. recognizing that because of the there is a comparison thing the vertical has a total different feel to it than the horizontal 
and the vertical is more like a whack, quick, you know, no time, whack, and the horizontal is playing out, and it seems very familiar, almost like it's the same spool of saran wrap, yeah? It goes yeah. back in the box, comes out, goes back in the box, comes out. Like all the conditioning. Yes, yeah, that. so <laughs> that's what I, I feel. That's why I try to use a little imagery because that's how my mind works, yeah. So vertical is like an insertion into time that's not of time, and then horizontal is definitely a product in timing, yeah, through time, yeah. Would you say that the vertical is, I don't know, if... The higher power, like, Yeah, say. like, and that's like a resonance maybe, or rather than it just... It be a resonance, but it also brings about uh, seeing things in a different light. And so there's a, there is an acquirement of knowledge in a way. Okay. Because Great. you see things that you are missing. And then certain things, you, there's a connection of... Because uh, a lot of the stuff that happens with me is reverse engineering. So I get there's relief and then the, then the relief there's some information that comes in and tells me why the relief wasn't seemingly available oh, okay yeah so in other words the piece when the piece is there it tells me why it didn't seem to be available before okay yeah and that sort of makes the up the talks really cool the talks are really from downloads about what um what we're not all right yeah Great. so so yeah the uh, i had so many experiences like with drugs and everything but those those experiences were being they were being projected into the horizontal download yeah same old yeah. same old see mm -hmm. there's a very interesting view if no one minds going off on this in the Course of Miracles, they have this idea of the Holy Spirit, yeah? And this is how I take it. And I would say it's one of the senses of a higher power for me, which is the Holy Spirit will take this exact same information that your brain is taking in and collating it in one way, but will collate it in a different manner, yeah? The same data, you know, the same information coming from this taking in the dreaming but it will translate it completely differently because it has a different intent for it. Yeah. Okay. It's not there to reinforce the idea of being a long lasting independent separate entity. It's got a different intent and you find that out by following it. So to me, that sort of the downloads are sort of can be seen almost as if the movement of the Holy spirit or the higher power. Yeah. Yeah. Same information being taken in, but collated differently, completely differently. Yeah? And you get to know the tree by its fruit. You follow it as you have, and you now know there's something that uh, comes from those intuitions and those things are not coming from the thought system. They're coming from before the thought system. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I'll yeah, so see much. you soon. And also, we're going to be doing a new uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm gonna we're gonna do uh, reflections on the steps. Oh, also okay. Three weeks. Uh, get over, go over all the steps. I used to do. I did a video about eight years ago called Reflections on the Twelve Steps. We're gonna do mm -hmm. like an update on it. Okay. Are you gonna what time of it's the day? It's gonna be on the website. It'll be on Zen Bishlap. It's starting next week. 
Okay. I, I appreciate the earlier times because, you know, we're in a few different time zones. Away. Yeah, it'll be at 10.30 in the morning here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right, I'll see you. Thanks. See you. Thanks. Come to Asheville sometime. Yeah, I hope so. Get in touch with me. Get in touch through uh, Zen Bitch Lab. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, because I used to do a lot in North Carolina, actually. Oh, yeah? In Raleigh, yeah. I went there about for eight years or so. Then the uh, groups that were doing it had break, they broke up, had a schism. Ah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thanks. You Thank you. All right, one, one or two more. Oh. I like this one here, too. Who's, how are you doing? Over, huh? Can you see me? Oh, that's Geraldine. Hey, I'm right on the exact page. Fantastic. <laughs> Hello. Um, you were talking, Paul, you were talking about um, blind spots. Uh, how can we see them? How can I see my blind spots? Because obviously I'm thinking all the time. I'm doing nothing which I should be doing, like meditating or looking at the thoughts with distance. <laughs> I can't. Obviously, I can't do that, or I don't want to do that. I don't know, but um... <laughs> but see, what you are is before all that. So, if the if the interest and attention leaves what you're not, you'll see the manufacturing and the composition of what you're not. You'll see the blind. You'll see some of the blind spots. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? See, when we're trying to direct everything and do this and be a watcher of everything, we're, to me, that's part of what we're not, in a sense. What you are is seeing. Yeah? And so if the interest and attention, if there's a loss of it, if there's a loss of interest in Geraldine, you'll see the composite of Geraldine. Yeah? But I'm so much interested in Geraldine having interest in seeing the blind spots of Geraldine is the biggest blind spot. <laughs> That's the biggest one. The identification as Geraldine. So it's you lose interest in finding about out about all this shit, and then you're gonna find out about all this shit. Or whatever shit you need to find out about. Yeah. Definitely not all of it, because usually they're expressions of one thing. You'll see it, yeah? In other words, they're like, the root of it, let's say in, uh, the root of it will be one blind spot, and then it has its little auxiliary defenses and shit. You'll just see it, you know? The ones that are necessary for you to see, you'll see, yeah? But while you're trying to look for them, that's the blindness to the whole thing, yeah? You know, Geraldine's not going to get out of Geraldine. There's no freaking way. So I have to lose interest. Hmm? How do you lose interest is if you start entertaining, maybe this isn't me, you'll lose interest in it because the interest is based on it's you. Just like if I'm sitting here and I'm wanting to hear an uh, someone else speak in another room because I'm interested in maybe they want to go out with me. When I find them saying that they like another guy, I lose interest in that immediately, don't I? Because now the conversation has nothing to do with me. Well, if you can see, 
a, a modicum by hearing about what you're not and getting a hint, hey, I may not be that, maybe the interest will leave Geraldine and go somewhere else and you'll find out where it goes. Yeah? Because you'll probably start seeing what you're not. You'll see more of what you're not. Yeah? There's no need to recognize what you are. There's a need to recognize what you're not if you identify as that, definitely. But if I try to tell myself, well, I'm not that, which I'm, I'm not saying that. You don't try to tell yourself that because that's what you're not trying to tell yourself you're not Indeed. that. There's something in you, see, this is, this is a point with the talks, especially in the other one, because Zoom is a little different, but we're not talking to Geraldine about Geraldine. We're talking through Geraldine, hopefully to what you are about Geraldine, yeah? The whole, the whole, the whole trick of all the talks is not, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm talking through them. I know there's some, I know what you are is available right now, yeah? And I'm hopefully trying to get through Geraldine, not to Geraldine, about to what you are and about Geraldine. Because when what you are hears about what you're not, there's going to be a loss in interest in what you're not. It's just that simple. If what you're not tries to, tries to lose interest in what you're not, that's an interest in what you're not. You can't get out of it, yeah? At least get that, Geraldine. And if you don't, just keep listening to the old talks because that, that will be, that's just beaten into it, yeah? There's a great master, Hoang Po, great Zen master. And one of his, my favorite lines of his is, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Why is that? The only way that could be true is if you are Buddha, if you are mind, and if you are light, yeah? So Geraldine doesn't think she's Buddha, doesn't think she's mind, and doesn't think she's light. So we're not talking to Geraldine about that. We're talking to the Buddha about it, yeah? And if the Buddha hears, hey, I can't use myself to find myself, it's going to lose interest in Geraldine doing just that. Yeah? Geraldine trying to use the Buddha to get somewhere else. It's going to lose interest in that. It is. Because it's so obvious to the Buddha that he can't use itself to find itself. It's not obviously obvious to the Buddha, a.k.a. Geraldine. Yeah? Because Geraldine is taken to be real and the Buddha ain't. So this is the point. So when he was giving this talk, I imagine, Hoang Po wasn't talking to the people there. He was talking through them to the Buddha he knew was there. And he was telling the Buddha, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself. That's what the message is. Yeah? Just be clear. Start becoming clear about what you're not, and you'll become clear about what you are. Instead of trying to be clear about what you are as what you're not, just be clear about what you're not, yeah? 
I can't put it any better. <laughs> Paul, Paul, this is where you drop the mic right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good, yes. That's a good one. I should drop the mic. But I'm a glutton for this. So. All right, Geraldine, you're in good. Hey, I'm going to give you the same diagnosis I had of Lee and, and, and our other friend. You're fine, Geraldine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do what your head is telling you you have to do. You're okay. Yes. Doing it anyway. What? I'm doing it anyway, trying yeah. to. Yes, so. Thank you. Come back, Geraldine. It's nice to see you. Yeah. Hey, Mike, one more, two more. Yeah, Randy, Randy S. wanted to pop in. Randy S. Randy S., all right. Oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, hey. Um, I haven't found a specific question, but it's still fun to bring up. Um, the, the, whole, the whole metaphor that um, sheep and the lion and anything that um, a sheep who feels like it's a sheep tries to do to be more whatever lion like uh it's still just more in the in the sheep so uh what i'm wondering about is is the the apparent realm of the sheepness where it manifests as like person to person interaction and um i remember you talking in in one of your recordings you talked about how you used to be at work people thought you were unmotivated or they they want you to to go faster or try harder I, I relate to that one a lot and it's like i have to i have to beat myself up it's like well am i supposed to be you know the whole concept of work ethic and and all of that and as a part of these wonders like well like it still feels like anything i do is from this inherent sense of cheapness but that's all right yeah. it has its own little life so it's not you didn't do it. It's be the action. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but then yeah, but you, then I get fired. <laughs> it's got eighty years of action, maybe ninety years. Yeah. Maybe yeah. The, the um. The action figure wants to get better. That's fine. That's you know that's part of its programming. Hopefully, it's it's worse <laughs> if it wants to go get worse, which was part of this programming. So well, how would yeah. I? How I mean, sometimes it's more obvious what's making it worse, you know, like yeah. like, like the the drugs and alcohol is a lot more obvious than it's like. But uh, I guess it's just like starting to 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 wonder about like falling into realms of deception or something like that. Oh a, yeah, you're already <laughs> in it, Andy. You're already worried. You're worrying about a future event that may be seemingly appearing now. <laughs> yeah. and you're still okay you're not that yeah 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 you're young randy yes well that's the action figure right yes yes as the action. <laughs> like, like like i'd rather not see you as old so then it's like the action figure is gonna <laughs> It's like a bumper car. You're gonna bump into a lot of other cars. Yeah, no, I it was more like a a, a freight train a few times. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> non-duality is a trippy thing because uh, it's really about how it's heard. So if it's heard from the, the action figure point of view, it's looked for as a way to get some advantage or something, which is fine, but it doesn't, it's, uh, it's not going to usually work well. It's sort of, we used to use the example of there's a, a coyote and it comes upon a desert tortoise, big freaking thing. And as soon as it gets there, the tortoise pulls everything in and the coyote's trying to get to the flesh, the meat, and after a few minutes it gets disappointed and it leaves, yeah? So in a way, part of hearing this message of non-duality is what happens. And so the action figure will try to take advantage of the idea. Like, I, know, I see it in recovery a lot. People hear about there is no self, so they don't think they need the program. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Well, well, uh, so so my so my thing was uh, that there's that group called CODA, like the Codependence Anonymous. Yes. And they had they had this sense there. I went to a few meetings where it was permanent, and I I just can't accept that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it was a little. It was a little. Nothing's right. Permanent. Well, right, right, right. There was a guy. There was a guy we were sharing, and he. He talked about how he had all, he's like, uh, he's like, I have shards of glass all in me and those are my memories and that's just who I am. And, uh, and oh, it was wow. like, oh, you know, so, so as far as like needing meetings, different meetings, huh? you, you got to go meeting. to different meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not, see like the codependency or whatever, those things are like concepts. So then it's like, it's a little, it's a little less objective than, than uh, alcoholism. Yes. Yes, it is. But codependents love alcoholics. Well, not specifically <laughs> like that, but it was more just like the whole uh, seeming like what what other people feel, what other people might be feeling, is more clear or or more focused than whatever is I'm feeling, or I don't feel like I'm feeling anything. But then oh. all, it's yes. like that that trap of a uh, reactivity. So then, so then it's like with the whole. I guess that's for the, the whole lion and the sheep thing. It's like, well, that's just, that's probably just like a hall of mirrors, you know, like something like that. Uh, of course it is. That's the thing is. Yeah. I remember I, my, when I was out there using one of my stories about, uh, I could do almost anything is because I didn't feel like I had any effect on anybody. Like if I left someone, it, I'm nothing. So why would they get upset? And so, right. like, just these weird ideas of the system trying to defend the system. But hey, you're not that, bro. But, but we're going to move on. Yeah. yeah. Last question of the day. Yeah. All right. Mike, anyone? No. Nope. No more hands showing. Oh, great. Great. Rebecca, how are you? Oh, although I got to say, you left out my favorite part. You changed the story about the tortoise and the coyote because it's. You used always, I thought, the one about how the, the tortoise shell is empty. There's a dead tortoise shell. And so that's actually a favor to the coyote who isn't being given anything from inside. So he just peacefully moves on because there's absolutely yes. nothing inside. <laughs> Instead of trying to get at some little piece of meat or something that's alive in there. I think, I think that's your story, bro. 
it's it's uh, I guess that's how I took it okay adaptation yeah. of the other story that's good <laughs> yeah no they, they, they work well with each other yeah I got a question Paul <laughs> oh Jesus Christ I just don't George want you to end early. <laughs> uh, can you hear me yes Okay. Do I want to hear you? Maybe in question. Oh, I now, I'm, now I'm inhibited. And this is <laughs> what happened. Um, I've seen a lot or a number, some of your AA talks on YouTube. And I've gone to some meetings and blah, blah, blah. The question I have is, it just seems like there's some conflict between the two for me. Like AA is so much more dogmatic and um, kind of group oriented, where I see non-duality is a different path. And how do you put them together? And do you have any issues with all that? Well, the thing is, AA is for the, you know, recovery is for the action figure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's for the action figure. It's for supposedly the in, but its power comes from not of, yeah. Yes, so it has its own, it's turned into what it's turned into. There's different, you know, being it's in the really, city. Yeah. So you really yeah. can't care what, like one is the gym. <laughs> Right? I mean, you're taking yeah. care of a body and you know, getting through Plus, the day. Some non-duality would be where recovery taken to a certain point would end up. And yet non-duality is before everything, really. Yes? Right. So if recovery could lead you to the point of realizing there is no self, which is the fact that's before everything, yeah? So to me, non-duality is just the negation of what we're assuming to be so. Yeah, that's all it is. It's not about, it, it's finding out by negating what we take, in, we take to be so, and there's no so that it's implying. Yeah, it isn't like, I'm not that, but I'm this. It's, I'm not that to me. And then you find out what you are. Yeah. Yeah, there's no this to arrive at because you never left. There's no goal in a sense of non-duality. There's no place to arrive because you're already there. So it's just negating all those ideas and then the quote-unquote one who has those ideas, yeah, as being invalid. There's nothing right or wrong with it. It's just not true. That's all. So that to me is uh, is an inherent, uh, always available at all times source of light, yes? Which can bring light to a lot of paths and vehicles that are meant to bring people to light, yeah? In other words, it can illuminate a path that's wanting to be illuminated, yeah? Yeah? So it's not a path to illumination, which in some respects you could say AA is seen as an action figure. It's a path to illumination, yeah? But, but it illuminates whatever path any person is on, yeah? I mean, that's what it did for you, right? It took yeah. 
So non-duality illuminated a lot of the underlying principles that weren't reached by AA. Yeah, that there was uh, there's other there are other principles. There was other ideas that weren't readily readily available from the download of recovery. So non-duality was the source of that. Yeah. So to me, I see it as there are paths to illumination, so to speak. But what what non-duality is what illuminates all paths. Yeah, it's not a path because it negates the idea there's someone that's on a path and that there's a need for anything. It negates the whole premise. But where it appears is in what it, in its its influence can appear wherever wherever any person is, and a lot of people are in paths of illumination. Like recovery is, you've got to know. You have to have an admittance to your innermost self that you're an alcoholic. That's an illuminating moment, yeah? Because the whole head has been working to deny that fact. And so when there's that admittance, that's an illumination, yeah? Now that illumination leads to more illumination. But the light of all illuminations is of non-duality, yeah? That we are the light that we're looking for. That we are what's looking yeah so we are the light that Hoang Po was speaking about. You can't use light to seek light yeah and in, and that's why it was a warning to us because he was implying we're the light. If you weren't the light, he would never have probably said that. Why would he? If you weren't the light, you would need light to see a lot of shit. but if you are the light, trying to use yourself as a flashlight is denying the fact that you're the source of light. That's all. It's just a simple negation. And then the action figure has its way of life. For me, it's been recovery. I've done recovery more than any, almost anything than shitting and sleeping and pissing. I've been in recovery for 32 years. That's a, I've never done anything this long. So, and because I didn't do it, I just show, you know, and, uh, and an incredible illuminating factor in these days has been the idea of non-duality brought a whole new life to recovery for me personally. And I've been trying to share it for a long time in my community. And, uh, yeah. But I mean, so, you don't want to share non-duality in the AA community, right? I mean, if someone's interested, they if you're going to an AA meeting, you don't want to share, if I hear you correctly, non-duality, I mean, as a, something to talk about. Well, you about. do share it, but you, it's clothed in recovery terms, in AA terms, yeah? Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, think you, I think you do that well. I've been listening to you at the, the meetings and, yeah. Yeah, once you, you, if you come out and try to, yeah, yeah. No, it won't work really. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. won't. So you have to sort of uh, see. It's weird sometimes in my experience. I'll say something at a meeting, and the person will love it, and then they'll ask me, "Where can I hear more of this?" And I go to, I say, "Go to Zen Bitch Slap." I never hear from them again. <laughs> now, 
it was same it was the same thing I said, but it was framed in a different way. One was framed in AA, seems to be quite acceptable. One as a little bit different than you don't exist. Buddhism, it was a, a lot of resistance to it. So it's a very weird phenomenon, but it I, I've run into it quite a lot. And then a lot of times, see, with a message, because we're so, you know, uh, self-centered, the emphasis is on the messenger, and you miss the message, yeah? And so it's easy to find fault or think that the messenger isn't living up to the message, which it's impossible to do, really, in the way people conceive of the message. <laughs> It lives up perfectly to it, but not the way people would conceive it. And so they throw the baby out with the bathwater. They don't like the messenger, and then they throw the message out. Yeah, that's the shame. So we're always trying to be very clear that I really have nothing to do with what's coming out. And if you have a beef about it, go fucking talk to uh, your inner self, whatever. And... Yes, and the vice versa. I don't think I'm never trying to talk to you about the message, really. I'm trying to talk through you quite a lot. <laughs> so, by talking quite a lot, yeah, there is a, there's a logic to it all. Because I feel like if you can override the system and overwhelm it, it will get through it to you, to what you are. So I'm going to end today on that, eh? Thank you. Is that everyone all right? Yes, that was fantastic. Thank you for taking me into your lovely containment centers. Yeah. <laughs> See you. And uh, again, we're going to have these AA things up, and we have a Wednesday night at 7.30. It's all going to be on the website, zenbishslap.com. And uh, we'll be back. Hopefully, of us will show up again next Saturday. And, uh, until then, uh, don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> oh, thank you, Paul. Right. I'll see Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Paul. Bye -bye. See you, everybody. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Randy. Hi to Amelia. Yeah, hi to Amelia. Donna. Bye. Everybody. My friend, another Randy here. My yeah, long okay. uncle may have left already. A guy with a very long beard over here with how are you doing? Nice to see you, bro. Uh, Keith, yes, everybody. Such a pleasure to know you, even if it's on Zoom. Nice lady, Jane. How are you, Jane? Yes, this love very comfortable looking Sarah <laughs> in there somewhere. My friend Nor, fantastic. <coughs> Miss having coffee with you. Sharon, yes. Sharon, don't get, see, you'll never get run over by a seal now. <laughs> You're inside, they can't find you. <laughs> All right, Mike, thank you so much, Mike. And hey, Alex, nice to see you there. Yeah, and Keith and everyone else, if I can try to get everybody. Randy from Canada, how are you, Randy? Doing Monique well, Paul. Is here. Monique is here also. Yes, I know. This is Diana up here in the wedge between the two couch thing. Diana, yes. Jill, AA, Jeffrey. Jeffrey was the guy with the Fenway. Did he, was he? There's Mike. 
Very good. Great memory, Paul. I, I did have my, I could, I could give you just a little, a little, little taste today yeah. Yeah. of Fenway Park. Just I left. There you go. Jim, there's a sat, I think, sat with the dog and others. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. Yes. And leave me. Leave me.